0: What's up, guys? I'm trying this again, starting a little early. Um, kind of let me know if you can hear me. Um, yeah, it's not receiving enough. Uh, let's see. We got somebody in the room. Yeah, that's good. Okay, well, if anybody's out there can hear me, leave me a comment. Let me see if the sound's working. Uh, try and find my video on here. Let's see if I can find it. Yep, yeah, it says it's live. Yep, yeah, we are live. Okay, good. Let me turn the sound down. It's just such a delay, it's weird, but uh, I'm going to go over here where I can watch this. But uh, hey, Merry Christmas. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, hopefully I'll get some people on here. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I've got two of them in here watching, that's a good thing. Say hi, whoever it is, so if you want ask me some questions. Going on, Um, but uh, I got some stuff I want to, you know. I just want to go over some stuff, so I want to uh, talk about. um, I want to do some electrical classes, you know, training. Well, you know, I just want to show you guys what's going on, some electrical stuff. I'm going to show a couple different ways for you to measure amp draws, like peristatic draws. Going to learn how to do uh, starter draws, see how many amps starters drawn. Um, we are going to do a charge test, a battery test. Um, going to check resistance on solenoids. I'll test solenoids like purge solenoids and uh, vent solenoids in the evap system. Um, we're going to. Um, you know I'm going to do some race car stuff, I'm going to show how to set up line locks um, you know single and dual, so you can do a burnout then have two, have one on the rear so you can you can hold the car still um, I'm going to show you how to do wire repair, a couple different kind of connectors um, Yeah. lots of different stuff um, got my backdrop up today um, uh, the camera's a little shaky. It's on top of the monitor, and the monitor's on a table, and it's kind of rickety because I'm out in my camper. Because Junior's in the garage, welding and grinding. He's building parts for that old beater truck. We'll have some stuff on that. um We're gonna go over even fire and odd fire engines. You know, normal engines you're used to hearing are um, odd fire, but we're gonna go over the even fire, like the V8s. the a lot of your European engines, but I know uh, Ford and Chrysler are going to even the fire. They can rev a lot faster, less stress on the crank. Um, yeah, just just general stuff. I was hoping that uh, I'd have some more people in the room asking questions today. Um, just kind of chilling um, you know, the day after Christmas. I'm learning how to do this live stream thing, which I'm really having a hard time with, unfortunately. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, If you guys want to ask me anything, you know, have at it. Uh, we got people going in and out. I've only got one constant, which I, which is strange, but it's been a been a good holiday. Got to hang out with family and friends. And, exchange gifts, and eat too much food, and, you know, have a good old time, so, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, looking forward to getting everything going, um, been kind of watching other people's live stream, and trying to figure out what they want to do, um, but yeah, just, uh, just general stuff, um, so really wanting to get some feedback from everybody, um, you know, let me know how everything's working out. Uh, give me some ideas. I know we uh, friends of mine were on last week. We're going to talk about doing some tool, you know, tool comparisons, um, toolbox comparisons. Probably do some power tool comparisons. You know, everything's battery powered nowadays. We are there to use. Air tools at all, so we're gonna, uh, we're gonna go over a lot of that stuff. Um, kind of get you, uh, give you an idea of what kind of tools you need to get started out with. You, know, you don't need to buy a whole lot of stuff to get started. Um, yeah, just general, general stuff. Um, you know, just, it's there's a lot of stuff I want to go over. Like I said, I just. Uh, yeah, just mainly need input. Um, just chilling out here. Just a rambling on. Um, I got some wiring diagrams here. Uh, yeah, you need to quit going, that's for sure. My nap time for the day. <laughs> um, watch some cool videos over the weekend. Um you guys are putting out good stuff, all my favorite guys. I mean I watch I watch everybody, so it doesn't really make a big difference to me. As long as it's car related. Um I do uh my heart goes out to those people in Nashville. The explosion that happened yesterday. I don't know. I didn't really check in yet today. I heard that they might have found some human remains, they don't know, but kind of a that's a scary situation right there and I'm what really hits home is my wife and her girlfriends went out there for a girl trip. And uh, yeah, they said, that's a beautiful town. I, I want to go. I hope everybody else wants to go too, even though this stuff happened and you know, we got to support these. We got, especially our small businesses, we've got to support them because COVID stuff is just tearing them down. So, but yeah. Starting out slow again. Um going on my video resolution, but yeah, it looks pretty good. It looks a lot better than it did last time I did it. Checking out my got my little Chromebook set up over here monitoring the situation. Uh, hey hey hey, can you hear me? I got one, I got one commenter. <laughs> oh gotcha gotcha yeah I you know in my perfect fashion I uh I had it uh this it goofed up on me but I reset everything and I think I got it working so yeah the first stream uh, the PC I lost power and it just everything shut down so anyway Um yeah, just starting out a little slow. Seeing what's going on out there. Seeing what kind of questions I need to answer. Looks like my video feeds a lot better this time, though. Oh, there we go. A couple more in here now. What's up, everybody? Start throwing questions at me, comments, whatever you want, likes, dislikes, whatever, yeah, let me see if I can switch over there real quick, without making a disaster out of everything. I'm still watching the feed on the other one. Luckily I got two screens out here right now. Um, Oh, come on. Come on. It's working. It's working on it. Bump this back up. See if it's gonna be okay. Yeah, I think it's gonna be okay. we go. I think I'm doing it. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. My... There we go. I think it's working. watching what's up guys what's going on yeah I'm trying to get uh... it's loading okay gotcha Let me go back over here do 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 loading all this fancy stuff Anybody else out there wanna? You there? Oh, I heard something. I heard a big sigh. Yeah, you're there. Can, can you hear me? No? Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. You there? Should there be here. Yeah, I was gonna say, you should be hearing me. Yep,
1: All there right. It goes.
0: All right, so we got both audio on here now, cool. Yeah, I didn't know how we, if we were gonna video or just have you on voice. I figured we would just voice. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Sure. All right. All right. So that parts working now. It says we got 3 people in the room, but you're the only one that said anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just jumped up there. Yep. Yeah. So, what's going on? You got to have a good Christmas. Area. Okay. Uh, whoops. What are we doing here? Still going, isn't it? Yeah. You still there? Ah, crap. I don't think it is. We yeah.
1: got all our, the boys' TVs set up, and gaming systems and everything. So
0: nice. Good. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: I got
0: that little tractor,
1: that little Power Wheels tractor. Yeah, I saw that. So let me tell you, What? <laughs> a pain in the butt, but together.
0: Oh, I bet it is. I bet it was.
1: Is it, you know, it, I figured it was going to be kind of small, because it was in a smaller box. No, yeah. it was just in a million, highly compact killer, so. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. OK, so we're, we're working. With,
0: uh, you are on we are live everything's working we got four people in the room woohoo actually I think we're back down to three now but <laughs> it's like whoever's out there if you want to ask us some questions anyway um I know we were talking a little bit the other day about you know you were interviewing some guys and and uh, these guys really aren't ready to answer questions when they're getting an interview
1: yeah yeah you know it's crazy you know we we have these kids coming up out of like the ASAP program Um, it's it's Sinclair here locally or you know other tech schools and that's one thing that they don't teach them Uh, how to how to go into an interview
0: yeah I know Um, we were doing that virtual interview at Hobart with Hunter and the lady said we actually have a class to get them ready for interviews I'm like great because Obviously in college, they're not teaching them how to interview, you know? (laughs) Right. It's scary. And like I said, I sit in on some interviews. I sit in on some interviews and have my work. I mean, these guys just come in and, you know, I mean, you don't have to dress super duper nice because, yeah, we're working in a garage, you know, but still it's like,
1: you
0: know, at least comb your hair and
1: don't don't come show, exactly. Don't show up in board shorts and ripped up jeans. <laughs> yes, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's. You know, put on some nice jeans and like a collared shirt. You know. Yeah. Uh,
0: put on some deodorant. And then,
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: Bring right. a pen and paper. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, man, it is. Oh, uh, uh, scary. That's things that. You
1: know, that's things that are simple things that you can do when you're, you're showing up to an interview show up a pen and paper that shows that you're ready and you know take notes while you're there yep. um, come prepared with some questions you know mm-hmm. nobody wants to have an interview with you and then ask you a bunch of questions and then they go okay well you got anything for me and you're like nope
0: yeah you know? it's like you and need to have a, a list of questions prepared. yeah even even if even if the you know even if the interviewers went over it ask the same question again you know all they're going to say is oh well we went over that but we can go over that again you know Right. gosh guess just at least show
1: some interest yeah <laughs> they
0: they think they just show up for the interview they got the job you know it's like yeah it doesn't really work like that so but uh yeah and it's like there's that part of it and then you know uh the you know they, they've got they've got their certifications and everything but it's like i don't think they're letting them work out in the shop very much i think they're just
1: yeah they don't seem to have any experience they, right. they, they know it all on paper but you know i i've known guys that were certified master techs through ase oh and, yeah and then you get them into a shop and they, they're asking you questions and you're like what what yeah <laughs> like are well, you serious I, yeah i've got you two know? i've got two guys at my work
0: that have been there for 20 some odd years and they don't know how to check an alternator still i'm like how do, what were you guys doing you know yeah and they're certified to work on big trucks and i'm like come on man right you know so yeah we got to get them
1: yeah i asked uh, i asked a guy the other day to do a, a parasitic draw test and he just looked at me like i was stupid
0: like, yeah yeah that's that's one of the do you
1: have a multimeter He's
0: yeah like, right no i've
1: never needed one i'm like what do you mean you gotta have need one. a multimeter like almost every day mm-hmm. yeah, every day
0: absolutely so, every day yeah i said that's why i said earlier i'm going to uh I'm going to do some videos on, uh, you know, amp draw, parasitic draw, um, you know, three different ways. I'm going to show how to do it. Of course, they all entail using a volt voltmeter, um, and you don't have to right. have a fancy one. I mean, you could have an El Cheapo one. You know, all it's got to do is measure amps, you know, and resistance, and own, you know, ohms resistance. No, I had one from, I had one from Harbor Freight that I used all the
1: way up till I don't know, middle of last year when I when I finally got one on sale from the, from. Uh,
0: Back, yeah yeah I mean, man I've got you know, I've got an old you do yeah I've got like an old fluke it's either a 73 or 78 and I mean I know it's older than you <laughs> you, know? Thing, you know they don't even make them anymore but but then I have some El Cheapo ones here at the house I can do the same test with them you know it's there's no big right. deal it's, you don't have to have the real fancy stuff I mean you know the tool truck guys are gonna want to sell you the fancy stuff but you absolutely do not have to have that. And, uh, but yeah, I'm going to yeah, go with I that. I mean,
1: even, 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 like, normal hand tools, you know, these, these kids coming straight out of school thinking that they got to go 30 grand at debt. Yeah, you know, it's, no. It's, uh, it's not necessary. No. Nope. You know, hell, like, Terry, you know, T, he, he, he was my hero, man. He, he had a, a little box full of craftsman tools, mm-hmm. and he got he got the job done
0: yeah you know to this day he still has a small toolbox you know he has a lot of specialty tools that he needs to use like he bought my smoke machine for doing the evap test because i don't need one because we've got like four of them at work now and uh you know those things are a thousand bucks Um, but yeah you don't you don't need all that stuff you know that's like i did the one video about you know where i would start and I seriously think if I had to do it all over again, I would start in a dealership and work in there for a year. Cause they're gonna, you're gonna get all the factory training. You don't have to buy any tools because they have everything there you need. You know, when you're doing a job, it says go get tool J one, two, three, four. You just go get that tool. You know, and every year, that, right. every year when the new service manual comes out, there's an updated set of tools that comes to the dealership just for that reason. And, uh, yeah. So man, there's just they—they're you know. Well, I mean, the industry period is is dying for techs, you know, good ones. I mean, but we can make them good, but we just got to have them pay attention and, and be prepared, you know. And uh, I just—I'm not—I don't want to talk about schools, but I just don't think they're getting them ready, you know. At least the ones around here. Now, the the kid that works yeah. with me, he's he's about your age, and he. He's from Kettering, but he moved out west to uh, Salt Lake, and he worked in a in a Ford truck dealership. You know, they did big trucks and you know, the smallest thing they did was like a one ton But man, he they taught him a lot, you know. And I mean, it's it, yeah, they're training you only on the Ford stuff, but in general, it's the same it's the same thing, you know. It's, it's the same premise. So. Right. Um, it's like yeah, I would. Yeah, you know, I mean.
1: Good. Once you get all the basics, count. I mean, it all, it all transfers. Yeah. You know, for the most part, except, you know, we got we got the newer stuff that's you know coming through that you know calls for like five and a half hours for an alternator. You know, oh yeah. Is, these engineers trying to package the things. Yeah. And of course, there's always a learning curve with any new vehicle, but you know, if you use a lot, utilize the tools that you have, like Identifix or. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. or yep. You know, they, they usually have manuals. Yeah give you a diagnostic flow chart to, to walk through I,
0: I found Just something interesting the other day if you have a, you have Napa ProLink do you buy anything from Napa yeah yeah we have it they have a ESS in there you got to dig for it I could probably find the link and there's a bunch of free stuff in there you know um, yeah. they got that quick labor guy which sometimes I don't trust it I, I kind of go back into pro Demand and check it Cause it's, I think it's a, yeah, I, always check I think a it's a motor, I think it's a motor manual. So you got to kind of watch it, you know, but, uh, yeah, but it's like, once you, it, they need to get in a rhythm, um, you know, they need to get in a rhythm and do the same thing every time when they're checking something. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in these, these inspection sheets. I know they're a pain in the ass and some guys don't like it, you know, but it's like, hey this this reminds you what order to check everything in you know and you can document you know like you were talking about the other day with the guy with the brake pads that he said they were okay and they were grinding you know no, there's a there's a specific spot on this sheet where you measure the millimeters of those brake pads and write it down you know and the you yeah. know, tread depth on the tires and you know fluid conditions
1: and, and belt conditions like yeah a lot of shops have them and, and you know we we have them too and they're yep. nice to give to the customer because then the customer yep. knows that you know you've checked it all Yep. Know, that that you and, and you can usually tell if somebody just pencil whips those sheets oh
0: know? yeah 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 definitely and it's like you
1: know it's going to be the same thing on every one but you know if, if somebody actually takes their time you know especially especially in a in a in you know somewhere that's um you know got got tech checking things out for like uh uh book time guys, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, yep. Yeah, we gotta the have flat it. rate guys. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, yeah, the flat rate guys
0: need the oil change guys to make sure they're checking because you know. The oil change guys don't yeah, need to guys be in a hurry.
1: Usually, yeah, those guys are usually getting paid hourly. And yeah, they, you know, go to the techs at their flat rate and, you know, every little bit of helps. So if if you pay Good close attention, and and that's another thing too. Is that you know a lot of the the higher up techs, um, the top tier techs, should really take their time and you know cultivate a relationship with the other guys. Well, yeah, and and that's that's, you know in the end that help them.
0: Yeah, and that's part of the relationship is you know you you got to earn trust from your older guys. So if you're going to go the extra mile, check these cars out real good for them because you're just getting paid by the hour, and then you're going to make them guys some money. Well. Those guys are gonna start showing you how to do stuff and how to get it done fast. And then when you get put on a flat rate or a bonus program or whatever, you know, performance program, you know, your mill makes some money. You know, but a lot of guys, and, and you see it, you know, we get them in there and they're all gung ho for a couple months and then then they think, oh, I should be making what this guy that's been doing this for 30 years is making. It's like, no, that's not how it works. You gotta You gotta build a relationship, you gotta build a trust and you got to do all the dirty work to work your way up. And it's just, yeah. I, I feel bad for the and guys that are... Go- use Bobby. What's that?
1: I use Bobby's analogy. He usually says, you know, a lot of the new techs that we get in there are like a, a firework show in reverse. Yeah. They show up and it's just boom, 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 knocking everything out. And then it's like, okay, well, what happened? Cause, yeah, uh, the, nothing's going
0: on. Yeah, the grand finale was at the start, not the end. Like, we got to turn <laughs> yeah. that shit around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've, believe me, I've seen it lots of times, you know. You know, I I figured it out the other day, you know, the shop, you know, when I worked at the old shop, I was there for 22 years, and I added it up, and in those 22 years, I worked with 200 people plus, in and out. Isn't that crazy? And, you know, when I left, you know, most of the guys that were there, I had worked for with for years, but it was the you know, when I first started, there was guys that started with me and they didn't make it, you know, and then the next batch came in and the next batch and, you know, the one the one know-it-all guy that when I started working there, you know, he didn't really know shit, he just, he bullshitted his way through pretty much and, and uh, so once I got in there and started showing the boss, you know, what a real, you know, worker was like, like what kind of work I really could get done and not just throw a bunch of parts at it and cost him money, And then he was like man, this guy, I, you know, and then that guy's feelings got hurt, and then he left or whatever, and it was like, yeah, whatever, you know. So, like I said, don't, you know, don't go in there all cocky and think you know it all, because you don't, I don't even know it all. I still learn something every day to this day, and I'm glad I do, you know. And I forget a lot of shit, right. too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like, I got to go back to that oh, sheet yeah. some days, like, did I check this? Did I check that? Oh, no, I didn't check the air filter. I better check that, you know. Especially in the yeah, for sure. In the garage I work in now, you know those trucks I work on and those cars I work on, they run all day, Just because 'cause they've got, you know, they might say they only got four thousand miles on, but they might have, you know, ten yeah, thousand hours have... on. Them, you know. Right. Yeah. For sure. Just just
1: like police vehicles, you know, they sit in idle. Oh man. Yeah. yeah those all
0: things those. get they get really really hot sitting there. And you know, these big trucks do it too. We get, you know, they get hot and melt electrical wires and stuff that you would think would never melt. But you know, the guys that built those trucks, they didn't plan on these things sitting there running for 10, 12 hours a day, you know? You know, like this time of year, we got, we got loaders and uh, you know, track hose and stuff that are out where there's no electricity, so we can't plug them in. So those things are out there running right now. I mean, they are running nonstop. Yeah. They'll run all winter. We'll just keep putting fuel in them because you know we don't want them to freeze up in the in the you know the diesel to gel up in them so you know there's there's a lot of you know there's a lot of different ways you know you know there's a lot of different equipment that you're going to end up working on you know but yeah we just uh got to get them ready man so like i said that's that's my mission for the years, just you know get some good information out there um, know, yeah, I want to go to some different shops and do some videos there, you know, probably come over to your guys' place if I'm allowed over there, and, uh, a buddy of mine's got a body shop at his house, and, you know, I want to go over with him, because, you know, I did some body work back in the day, that's what my dad does, you know, and I mean, I know I know it's the same deal, they need people too, you know, and I know at my dad's shop, Yeah. go ahead,
1: how they deal with the same things as us, you know. Oh yeah. All the limited knowledge on everything, and then nobody wants to take the time to help anybody.
0: So yeah. Well, and they uh, the, the the body shop guys don't know how to fix anything. They just want to throw sheet metal on them, and uh, and that's what that's why my dad hasn't retired yet because you know every time he goes to retire, they're like, man we we got to have somebody that can do rust repair and, uh, you know, fabricating and stuff, and, you know, so he's got a, he's actually got a guy that's in his 20s now, he says, has really been paying attention to him, you know, and he's like, I hope he gets it, he's like, you know, my dad's like, he's going to be 72, he's like, I'm I'm done with this shit, you know, he's like, 3 or (laughs) 4 o'clock, my hands don't work no more, I can't do it, you know, so, yeah, he's definitely
1: made it further than most body guys do. I mean, oh,
0: that, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, being a
1: mechanic of tough work, that's, I mean, that's next level. Mm-hmm.
0: And, man, back in the day, you know, back when he started, before I was born, I couldn't imagine all the chemicals and stuff that he inhaled that, you know, they probably don't even have that half that shit in the paint anymore, you know? Like, most of the paint doesn't yeah, even have no, solvent. It's water water-based. Yeah, it's water-based shit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, The industry has definitely changed in the last, you know. Like I said, I've been doing it professionally for 30 years, you know. But man, it's still all work, and it's hard work. But there's good money to be made out there, you know. Especially, you know, especially a technician can can make a lot of money, you know. And the shops can too if they do it the right way, and you know they're not ripping their customers off, and you know they're taking care of each other like they should be, you know and shops should take care of other shops also don't don't talk bad about no other shops you know that's totally unprofessional that's like i i go into one of the the big auto parts stores which drives me nuts i can't deal with it anymore every time i go in there it's a last resort and uh, there's always some guy trying to tell me how to work on a car and then talk bad about some other guy working on his car or his neighbor's car or whatever and it's like dude like i've been doing this shit since before you were born you know i'm just in here buy some parts <laughs> yeah. I, you know, i'm not trying to be cocky or anything but it's like no like, i could teach you so much yeah, and you know, no, know, no, it.
1: you know it's, it's the the misinformed information that they give all the customers you know we we, we have a couple of local sh- you know parts parts shops that Send people our way. Yeah. You know, and we and we take care of them for it. You know. Right. We'll, we'll give them a little discount here or there when they need something in their car. But, uh, you know, a lot of the times the guys behind the counter are telling them a customer one thing, and you know, and then you get it, and you're like, oh no, well it's this,
0: and the customer yeah. gets
1: mad at you, like, no, the guy at O'Reilly's said. I'm like, but look, listen, the guy at O'Reillys doesn't get paid to work on your car. Yeah. He gets paid to sell you the crap. He's
0: right? not a tech. He's not a technician. So, he's not he's not trained to diagnose it he's trained to sell you the part yeah when somebody diagnoses it you know and that's great but yeah i don't like those guys trying to diagnose stuff either you know somebody will bring parts in like hey can you install these like yeah but what are we fixing you know well so and so and you know it's like okay well i'll put them on but if that doesn't fix the problem you know it's not my deal it's their deal
1: right yeah for instance just the other day we had a customer come in and said that uh um, I think it was autozone scanned their car and it had a 420 code had <laughs> a catalytic converter
0: yeah told
1: him, sold him an oxygen sensor yeah okay
0: catalyst so efficiency below threshold
1: yeah we <laughs> get we get it get it into the shop you know we do a back pressure test and you know measure the temperatures between the front and the rear of the catalytic, let tell you you know Cat, right? right. It, it's gotta, it gotta be replaced, and uh, he argues. He's like, No, it's the sensor. I'm like, Sir, I you know, we just did our testing, and you know, over time, these these catalytic converters you know, get clogged up and it'll cause your car to run like this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, No, it's the O2 sensor, please put it in. So, you know what? Okay, yeah, put it in, same on his way. Well, you're in what? the business, yeah. He was back the next day, yep. And just kicking and complaining, and I'm like, I told you yesterday that it was this, and no, you insisted that it was just a sensor. Yeah. I mean, usually when we do a catalytic converter, we'll we'll put an O2 sensor in there because a lot of times it it can get wiped out. But yep. It's just things like that. The misinformation um, that the customer gets and and is passed through us is just crazy.
0: Yeah, it's like they make they make us the middleman when actually they're supposed to be the middleman. It's like, right? Like, yeah, you did your job, you sold some parts, but they weren't the right runs. Now the customer's pissed at me because you misdiagnosed it, you know, and then they expect you to fix it. And it's like, nah, I. That's why I make damn sure I explain to them like, understand, you know. There's no warranty on this for one part, so I'm not going to eat it if something happens, you know. And there's no warranty on the labor because you brought the part in and they diagnosed it so
1: right. Right. So. yeah and you know that's another thing too that's that's crazy is that the, the amount of people that want to bring in their own parts and then you know expect you to warranty it mm-hmm you are like, well, it's cheaper if I just buy it myself. Well, yeah, but you know, I I charge a markup, but that's to protect me when it, you know, if I've if got a warranty.
0: Exactly, that's well, the I cover. I still to pay my guy's
1: labor. I to yep. pay for another part, you know. Yep. It, it, it's there for a reason. It's no different than going and buying a new car and, and then putting the warranty, you know, the, the extended factory warranty on Try and you go know, buy a, try and... a little extra for it.
0: I got a good analogy for you. I got years ago, a dear friend of mine that passed away. He said, Go to Kroger's, buy a pound of hamburger, and try and take it to McDonald's and see if they'll cook it for you the way they cook theirs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that well, don't Pope work. he says he says you can't take no. your own steak to no. this Roadhouse and make them cook it. Oh, no. no. So it's like you can't. It
0: don't work no. like that. But yeah, I, you know I'm all for it, like, hey, yeah, you know you no. want you want to bring your own brake parts in, fine, I'll put them on, but they start squealing and making improvements. you know, I installed it properly. You know, that's your fault. You bought some cheapo, you know, pads and I'm not I can't cover it cuz I didn't buy them. So, yeah. Yeah, people don't get it, you know. We're in business for a reason and that's to make money. You know, same way they go to work, same way they sell shit on eBay. Right. You know, we're all in the business to make money and it's like but there's so much overhead, you know. You start saying, well, you know, I got to pay my guys. I got to pay the power and light bill. I got to pay the water bill. You know, I got to pay a little bit of advertisement money. You know, I got to pay for coffee in that pot over there that you're drinking three cups out of already. You know, it's like, right. I just don't get it. You know, there's so much involved. And it's like, you know, shop supplies, you know, your, you know, your lubes and your sprays and, you know, tape. I mean you know, you've got to be able to cover all that stuff oh yeah they, just, they, they don't get it i probably pay
1: 1200 a month for that stuff
0: oh yeah easy easy
1: yeah
0: yeah you should you should have six eight percent on each ticket just for shop supplies you know you can max it out at like 20 or 30 bucks but you know it's okay our cars is 15 yeah um any, anything over
1: 100 dollars is 15 bucks but i and even still then i mean it just barely squeaks that's by. not I mean, yeah you know, we don't make any money off no.
0: of it. You no. Know? No, you're just paying for the for the product that right. you're using. Right. You know, because
1: there, there's sometimes that you got to go and degrease a car and it'll take three or four cans of degrease. Oh, yeah. And perhaps yep. five months a piece. Yeah. And know? you got to have the water so,
0: hose out there and there's another bill, water bill, you know. Yeah, it's... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. A, it's... You know, owning, owning a shop is, is a big deal. I mean, which you know that, you know, but, uh, that's why I never did it. I'm just like, I am know. A lot of juggling. Yeah. Got too many damn hats to wear and too much money out there. Too much liability, you know. I'm too old to right. fucking yeah. worry about it now anyway, so. Man, we've been all... We had,
1: we had a customer. Oh. Go ahead. We had a customer come in uh, two weeks ago, I believe it was. said that he was at another local shop before that and... and- a, a different local shop for um, fuel lines mm-hmm. on a uh, it was a HHR yeah. and you know those all rust out right there
0: Uh-oh. I lost you right
1: there. and it was the same situation well we get it all repaired for him it took us an extra day because right now getting parts for, for those things are, it would be just crazy with all the them and everything Yeah. It took us a couple extra days to get the get the parts, but we got him all back together. There, he comes and picks it up, and you know, he comes back in. And he goes, "Hey, you guys are back into something?" I'm like, no. You know, when it got here, we pushed it directly in here, right off the right off the truck, and then just backed it out, literally four feet in front of that bay door until you came and got it. And uh, he was throwing a big fit because there was scratch on his back bumper. And. Uh, Come to find out, but the, the other local shops had called, and we were talking to them. Come to find out, he tried to pull the same crap on them. <laughs> nice. He, he was just looking for somebody to pay for that scratch. Yeah. And I'm like, we've had that. You know, that's crazy. I've so, had that over the
0: years too. Yeah. But then yeah, I have had Bobby, guys.
1: Bobby's got a good buddy that does body work. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were going to have him, you know, fix the scratch, and the guy's like, "No, I want my car paint." We're like, come on, man. Yeah. Even if you take it to a body shop, they'll just fix the bumper. He's like, no, you're gonna pay the whole car. We're like, no, it's 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 not
0: happening.
1: Yeah. So he ended up leaving with nothing. Yeah. And then I get a call. Uh, uh, I think it was last Wednesday from the guy's insurance trying to get my insurance information. <laughs> like, wow.
0: A- <laughs> yeah, he wasn't giving up. We, was he?
1: we have pictures of the entire car. Yeah. Had, that that kind of comes back to those sheets, though. But we 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 have those sheets, and on there, you know, you do a walk around. Yeah, the walk around and put it. Yep, walk around it. Yeah. Tick marks where there's. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? there's a tick mark on that sheet right there. Where where they said it was. So. Yep.
0: It, I know. It's it's
1: just another thing that you gotta. That's another thing you gotta deal with. the system for wearing it. Yep. Because they yeah. can take
0: advantage of it. You know, somebody they know or they have in the past had the same deal. You know. Yeah, I've had that many times i don't know how many interiors i've had to clean though where guys get in there with dirty boots and mess it up though i get so mad when they do that yeah, yeah. it's like put up all you gotta do is put a piece of cardboard in there or something oh and then one guy he'd get in there and he would flip the floor mat upside down I'm like oh that's a great idea so yeah, like yeah. a couple weeks later, so
1: then when you flip it back over, the carpet.
0: Oh yeah, this lady called. She was cleaning her car out, and she flipped that carpet up, and there was boot prints. You know, just if he wouldn't have had the rug in there because it transferred right off the back of the rug. I'm like man, stop yeah. doing that. You know, I've got, we've got mats. You know, all you gotta do is put something in there. Shop towel. I mean, anything. It's like, but, you know. Well, there you go. I gotta go take this car and get it detailed and you know and it's going to have to be 115 percent because you know he freaking put a boot print in it you know but yeah it's uh it's a it's a rough it's a rough industry but like i said it's it's always been good to me that's for sure
1: yeah it's, it's, it's definitely rewarding also I mean, yeah so it's just you know you gotta you're gonna deal with the little things to get to the the, oh the yeah board, so. oh yeah it's
0: just like anything you know you're dealing you're dealing with the public and that's a, that's a rough deal there anyway you know <laughs> so and it's hard on your body too you know you got to be careful doing it um you know these guys need to be wearing I can, I can
1: only imagine you know somebody like yourself you know six foot tall
0: oh yeah that's it's hard to get underneath those dashes yeah i can't
1: sure you know yeah. it's hard for me to get underneath the dash
0: yeah Yeah, most of well, I can't do hardly any of it anymore, but yeah, there's... Yeah, we need a little... The little women are perfect for doing that. Just crawling in there, like doing evaporator cores and stuff. There was this chick over at the Chrysler dealership up here. Was doing the, like, the Intrepids and all those older ones. And the caravans and Jeeps, they pay like 12, 14 hours. She did it like four hours. She just crawled underneath the dash, prop it up. Boom, pull it out, boom, boom, boom. It was crazy, and that's that's all she did, man. It was perfect, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's like right. we need to we need to make them put hearing protection on. You know, my my hearing's shot. Eye protection. I've had shit drilled out of my eyes. You know, protect your hands. Yeah, that's,
1: that's something I'm bad about going and grabbing that air hammer, hammering at something.
0: Then yeah, then
1: your ears.
0: Yeah, and then your ears are ringing for three hours after you get done with it. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. But I said we'll get through it. This time of year is pretty rough on stuff. I mean, we're gonna have a bunch of, I guarantee on Monday we're gonna have a bunch of dead batteries and uh, you know, a bunch of stuff broke. Oh, yeah, a bunch of diesels that won't start because they won't plug the damn things in out in the parking lot. I drove around. Yeah. I drove around Thursday, we shut down at noon. I drove around about 11 o'clock, plugged in probably th- you know three trucks. There's probably 10 of them out there, but there were still some out. and I guarantee you that. Yeah. Luckily, a lot of them get parked inside. That
1: they. Yeah, end that's with, I don't deal with
0: a lot of. Yeah, big trucks. Yeah, they don't like it when it's cold. You know, they got 13 gallons of 15W-40 in them and. You know, they don't like the to crank very fast, even when they got three or four batteries on them. But when the block heater's on, they'll fire right up.
1: Yeah. We, we have a uh, 08 F-250 with a 6.4 4 diesel in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we gotta do an injection pump. Well, to do the injection pump, you gotta lift the cab off of because there's just no other way to get to it. Yep. So, so I probably fought three or four days to get those rusted bolts out. I had to cut holes yeah weld the nuts in place and so the bolts would come out
0: yeah i've seen guys to have get it to do all that apart.
1: yeah it's it's crazy so then we get it all apart and come to find out that the can was wiped out
0: oh uh, one run of the pump and one
1: of the lip was stuck and just yeah. yeah it just grooved yeah probably a a good half inch into that camshaft so yeah we had to we had to get a new cam for it but you know that's been an ordeal that's something that we're still working on now it's been there a little over a month yeah you know, we're waiting on parts and everything and can't get it off the lift because it's tying up you know <laughs> yeah. time because we waiting on parts you know It I'm glad we don't do a lot of those but uh, yeah you know, a good paying job so I mean you know if, if you know what you're doing with them you know that's a, that's a good place to be but
0: oh yeah the diesel guys make us
1: only do, do
0: yeah
1: yeah we, we probably only do maybe five a year and,
0: we're not super, yeah, luckily all of our, super
1: knowledgeable on
0: them. Right. Luckily, all of our little trucks are, are gas. We've got a, couple, got a couple power strokes. Actually, one of the new ones is a power stroke. But, I mean, you know, we usually don't even work on that stuff. If it needs something done, we'll take it. You know, if it's a big truck, we'll take, you know, our main job is just to maintain them and keep them from not breaking. And then, you know, fix all the undercarriage stuff that gets tore up and putting brakes on and stuff, you know, yeah. so, but yeah. We,
1: we called it, winter we park parked that Ford, and I called a company that specializes in 6.0s and 6.4s, right? Yeah. And, uh, their, their little answering service there at the beginning, it says, welcome to, I, I can't remember it goes the company name, but it says, home of the, the 6.0 liter uh, and 6.4 performance builds. At is. the end, okay. it, he goes, if you owe an 08 to... 2010 6.4 liter power stroke, We no longer work on those. It's time to trade them in. I was like, what? <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're like, not. Well, we're not
0: messing with those anymore. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, it, it, I it's mean, because you know they're they're international engines. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have you know like most engines have like the brass valve guides. hmm It doesn't have those. It, right. It's just the valve slides through the head.
0: Yeah. It's just a neural guide. That was a whole lot of it Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's why Ford designed
0: yeah. their own engine, you know, when they went to the 6.7, um, that's why they did it, because they just got tired of warrantying the the international stuff. And in the big truck world, and I'm probably going to piss some people off, but the internationals suck. I mean, they are just chintzy. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we got a brand new dump truck, and I bet it doesn't have 350 miles on it. The... The hood almost fell off of it already. Um, it had two or three coolant leaks. Uh, yeah, where the where the hinges bolt into the hood, you know, it's a big old fiberglass hood. Of course, it's heavy as shit because it's huge. Yeah, yeah where the where the bolts bolt into the hood, there's supposed to be a metal piece on the back of it with the nuts on it. They just threaded it right into the fiberglass. So the guys go do the, their pre-trip, and the hood about fell on him. I mean, luckily, they got safety cables on them and stuff. But yeah, I had to cut that thing and make brackets to slide up in there. Oh, it was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. And then, yeah, just, every time I turn around, that international is broke. Now, we got Freightliners, you know, they're different. <laughs> like, we've got Freightliners, Internationals, and we've got some old, uh, man, I can't even think what they're called, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're just uh, Internationals. A lot of guys call them Internationals because they're just I don't know what they do, man, but it's getting a big hurry putting them together or something. But I mean, there's there, but there's guys out there that swear by them and they can work on them, you know. It's like maybe I need to call them guys and get some tricks from them dudes, you know. Maybe there's some kind of pre-trip we need to do before we put them on the road. <laughs> right. Then our operators just tear the shit out of them because they're not their car, you know. They they just destroy these things. They'll run into poles in the parking lot, back, to, back a dump truck into another dump truck, and they just don't give a shit. So. Yeah, I had a guy
1: the other day said that he was going to buy a fleet car. He's like, I'm, I'm excited because you know that they take immaculate care of them. I just laugh. I said, No. Yeah, they service them often, but gosh, yeah. they get beat up.
0: They do. They get beat up. Like I so said, they sit there in idle, constantly. And it's like one thing I've ran into the guys that work in the shop they're all picky about the big trucks and the and the machinery about you know you only got to use bobcat oil in a bobcat you only use john deere oil in a john deere but i'll see them put 5w30 oil in a 5w20 um we got some new gm trucks that take zero w20 they put 5w30 in those and they were two of them were smoking we took them to the dealer and these dumbasses will yeah. write on the cow panel what they put in them. I'm like, oh, you only Dexos 5W30. And the guy's like, that's not what goes in this truck. And they never change it's transmission 30. fluid. They never change brake fluid. They never change power steering fluid. I'm like, and they're just watching me do it the other day. I was, I was servicing one that had about 40,000 miles on it. And they're like, and these transmission fluid already? I'm like, uh, actually, it's past due. It's supposed to be at 30. You know, this thing's transmissions are sitting right. there running just as long as the engines are and they get hotter than the engine because they don't have a big heat exchanger for them. you know it's like right like if you guys would pay more attention to this shit you know we would we wouldn't have any these cars wouldn't be breaking down so but now they'll just run until the transmission Especially, blows up there's GMs. the
1: GMs with the with the DoD the displacement on the man. You, know, you put the wrong oil in
0: them yeah you're just
1: asking for I'm glad it my truck does not, doesn't like, have no, it it'll drop a, rip or a Yep. Yeah. And we, we Spencer, man, Spencer, uh, one of the head technicians we have, he has gotten good at doing those DOD deletes. Yeah. I mean, the, the man's amazing. Well, he'll have both heads off and, and the cam out in about 45 minutes. That's
0: like my <laughs> he, brother. Yeah. He's doing it. Yeah, my brother can rip them down quick. I guess they make some kind of push rod kit or something now you don't even you don't even take the lifters out of it it's like a longer push rod or something i don't know how it's probably some chintzy shit i heard about but
1: yeah i've seen that they're they're, they're adjustable is what they are but oh okay i i don't know if i i don't know if i trust them you know we we did one and uh, i mean the guy's still driving it but it but it makes a, a weird noise it almost sounds like a like a lifter tick, but yeah you know all the lifters are tight everything's you know, the way it should be it's just it, i think what it is is go you're go.
0: you're pushing yeah i think you're turning it from a hydraulic lifter into a solid lifter so you're going to get noise out of it you know right
1: right
0: because that's what they were saying well they just it's it's yeah. longer so it pushes the plunger down i'm like well you're kind of defeating the purpose of the hydraulic lifter when you're doing that so yeah i don't i just right. don't see that lasting forever you know
1: yeah, I'd rather just switch them over. If this, you've seen a D.O.D. lifter, right, with the with a spring on the top? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen.
1: Yeah, of it wraps. Yeah. So you know, you swap swap it over to a solid lifter, you know, and do the you know the different. You replace the ball and it's just a normal valley mm-hmm. cover. Yeah. It, it's, it's a whole lot nicer. Yeah. When you and eliminate, you don't get the gas mileage cause, you know.
0: Yeah, that's why i told my highway,
1: that's what that's for is shut yep. it down to four cylinders
0: but yeah you know, my dad's got a i
1: don't see it worth it when you're, when you're turning
0: around having to pay for it all the time yeah it's you know it's 2500 to put lifters in the fucking things you know yeah my dad's got one in his truck and i'm like you start having problems with that i was like i guarantee you it won't have it when we get done with it
1: <laughs>
0: we'll definitely be eliminating yeah. that thing
1: and that's probably one of the best things that we invested in was that uh, HP tuner. huh. Because even without going in there and doing that, if the lifters are still good, we yeah. can just shut DOD off. Oh, okay. And, you
0: know, yeah, and just and disable it. it. Yeah, that's what I would do if I had one. I'd just shut that crap off. Especially towing. I mean, I, yeah. it's not going to help me any gas mileage, you know, towing-wise. So. But.
1: Alright, well, and then, you
0: know, the... Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was saying, the newer Dodges have it now, too, and, you know, with my uncle's truck. Yeah, the Hemis have had it
0: for a while, too,
1: yeah. Yeah, he didn't even have 10,000 miles on it, and
0: lost a lifter. Yeah, I had a new, we had a, uh, uh, it was a Durango. Uh, It didn't have hardly any miles on it, like 2,000 miles, and it was already failed. This lady was crying, man. She couldn't believe it. She was like, I saved up all my money and paid cash for this truck. I'm like, Oh, Jesus. I was like, I hope you bought the warranty. <laughs> but luckily luckily she had the factory warranty on it, still I called over Dave Dennis and he was like, Yeah. Get it over here, we'll we'll get it straightened out. He's like, We got we got ten of them out here, I think, already. I'm like, Yeesh. So But he said she was a good customer of theirs so anyway, he knew who it was, so he was but yeah it sucks but, but they have to do it you know because they have to have an average fuel mileage across the board you know per the EPA and stuff so they got to come up with a way to meet that requirement and you know it never gets any easier on them
1: so yeah and just like the, the hybrid vehicles now you know I, we've been trying to take a lot of the parts houses will put on classes for the, for the hybrid vehicles yeah and we've been trying to take those because mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the next step. Is you know, we're, I'm not saying we're all going to be working on Teslas, but a, a lot
0: of the the hybrid vehicles, especially the early models like the the Priuses and stuff like that, are going yep. to fail now. Yep, they are. You know, and I I've had uh, I've checked two of them that's needed batteries, and people never buy them. they are too damn expensive. So yeah, yeah, there's going to be some uh, yeah. some They're hybrid not- cars for sale for cheap here soon. Yeah.
1: Not to mention the people that, you know, have the knowledge and the, and the tools, because, you know, you have to have specialty gloves and all yeah. kinds of stuff mm-hmm. know, to discharge those lines. And, yep. Um, I, or, or kill you, you. know, Not a normal technician can't go in there and just pull one of those batteries out. Of it. Yeah, that's that's 440
0: volts, yeah, yeah. and it's a lot of amps. So, yeah, you got to be real careful. Um, usually when you go to those classes, I mean, I, I know I got they gave they gave us they gave away a set of gloves i was the guy that won them once and uh, and then the uh, volto meter you have to use for that it's like a, a certain category i won one of those once, but I, like i said i've only used them twice you know now i did have to disconnect one i can't remember why i had to shut the hybrid battery down to do some repair work for something i don't remember oh i was doing an ac compressor on one because they run off the the hybrid battery. They're a high voltage electric compressor. They don't run off a belt. You know The Cruiser? It was a Prius. Oh, okay. Yep. So yeah, the Prius and the Camry are electric compressors. Uh, Yeah, the Um Yeah. Like I said, and then you gotta, you know, you gotta disconnect this because you're gonna be unplugging that thing, you know you gotta be careful and there's uh, special refrigerant oil for it too it's non-conductive refrigerant oil you have to use in those AC systems and those hybrids also so yeah there's a there's a lot of stuff to them but yeah if you any of those classes you can go to go to them for sure because uh, a lot of times they're redundant but you know every now and then you'll get a different guy teaching it and he will you uh, you always learn something
1: there
0: yeah yeah always and they've always got cool stuff to give away too, because you know they're they're trying to sell stuff. They're wanting you to buy their, you know, Dorman usually is the good one because they put on, you know, they want you to buy their reconditioned batteries, you know. Um, right. But yeah, it's you know, hybrids are definitely coming around. You know, it's been a slow go, but they are, and you know, there's there's some hybrid cut trucks out there too. You know, there's uh, GM had one that the the motor was on the transmission. Matter of fact. Uh, friend of ours we were over there last night having dinner, their son in law, that the hybrid battery no escalates bad. They said it's like a thousand bucks. It's not a it's not a big system. It's not a you know, it's just more of a it's, you know, there's the direct system and the indirect system. Like the Toyota you can drive on the right. on the motor for, you know, to about twenty five miles an hour. Most of all the other ones it's just an assist. You know, both engines are running at the same time. The motor and the engine are running at the same time. So, yeah, I'm gonna go over some I wanna do go over some of that stuff too.
1: We had a, a lube guy getting a Prius to, to pull it in, he was out there for like hell, I don't know, probably a good 30, 40 minutes, I finally go out there and I'm like, What are you doing? He's like, How do I reset the light on this thing? <laughs> he's, oh, he's gonna yeah. up on YouTube. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta have it on the little <laughs> screen where the the electricity's flowing through it, blah blah and Hold yeah, this button and right. put yeah, your foot you know, out the window. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. My, uh,
1: like
0: my Altel scanner. On your hands, I,
1: my head on your yeah,
0: my Altel scanner, I could go in there and just turn it off without having to do all that stuff. So, but man, yeah. some of them, like Volvos and stuff, are ridiculous. Oh. It's like, I just want to unhook the battery, you know, but I don't, that probably wouldn't even do it, you know. Have you seen this? Have you seen like the newer Impalas and stuff that have the little tiny battery in the trunk? It's like a it's like a backup battery.
1: It's freaking weird. It's it. You know what that's for is the the stop start feature.
0: Yeah, that's what I assumed it was for. Was the little backup? Yeah. Yeah.
1: We we had a we had a Malibu come in. Girl had bought it from a dealership used, but it only had like 15,000 miles on it. Right. And every time we would come to a stoplight, it would shut off, but then it wouldn't restart. You'd have to, like, <laughs> sit there for 10 minutes with the key off oh, before wow. it would restart. Yeah. So we tried to diagnose it, man. I, I mean, we had it for a week, and we were just furiously working on this thing. And, uh, you know, we, we, we ended up to the point where we called the dealership and asked him, I'm like, hey, you know, what what could it be? And he's like, oh, you know, that's a, there's an issue with the starter, this, that, and the other. So we get a new starter, put it on there. And it worked fine for uh, probably about two weeks. And she calls back to do it again. So we're like, okay, well, you know what? Take it to the dealership. You know, they're they're more inclined to handle this. She's like, okay. So she takes it to the dealership, and she had a warranty on it, but she still ended up paying, like, $3,500 for them to put a new engine in the car. What? Holy shit. They put an entire engine in the car. And wow. then, uh... She had it and she got it back about a month, and then it was doing it again. So she's like, "Look, I'm going to bring this thing to you guys. Just fix it. Like, I, I can't afford to buy another car right now. I just need it fixed. Right. Whatever it costs, just do it." So, doing some research and and finally, I'm like, "You know what? Let's let's replace that bad battery."
0: Yeah, it's so like a little longer, AGM battery in
1: it. Yeah. Yeah on the battery though there's there's a circuit board on the power terminal okay i opened that up and and one of the damn uh, connectors on on the on the circuit board was fried
0: i ran into that on a um on a new truck on a new gm truck it had that big yeah. panel on top and the little metal strips just yep like, it was microscopic you couldn't even see it but there was no current flowing through it and it wouldn't start yep.
1: Yeah, you could see when I, when I opened that thing up, you could see that there's a little burn spot on this. Yeah. So, you know, you got to replace the entire cable, which yeah. was a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. All the way up to the front. Oh, it, I know, yeah. And then to the and everything else. Mm-hmm. But we replaced that cable. She's had no issues with it since. I mean, nice. it's just crazy. So, you didn't even the, replace didn't that little battery, just,
0: just the cable? Not. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just the cable. The, yeah. The because we were testing that battery mm-hmm. over and over and over again, and it was yeah, testing fine.
0: Yeah. Well that was the thing is you know, so. I, I had them push it in with another truck and I figured oh it's going to need a battery you know it was like the first cold snap here recently I was like oh it's going to need a battery it's a couple years old you know I put the battery tester on and I'm like this battery's better than the new one I'm going to put in it so I pull that cover off because I'm like I'm not getting any power out of this little box thing right here and I pull the cover off and I'm like well shit yeah I had to buy that whole like you say a whole positive cable assembly you know and, yeah. anyway yeah I mean but that's that's stuff we learn you know as we go it's, you just got to take your time and, and you know do your due diligence what you can you know look online you know yeah. hopefully some guy you know there's there's some good guys on YouTube that share some really good information too you know if you can find it sometimes it's kind of vague how they put the you know caption on there or whatever but
1: yeah they ended up uh, writing a a case file and and doing a a I don't I don't doubt it it.
0: yeah
1: uh, Bobby Bobby back in the day he used to work at at GM uh, as a technician there and uh, okay um, he was actually part of the white coat team for the Corvettes Mm -hmm. mm-hmm like the C5 and C6 Corvettes so he still do some guys kind of higher up in GM but yeah, they they came out and, you know, pretty much diagnosed it, or, you know, went through the whole diagnosis with us on, on how we found it.
0: Yeah, I've had those guys come out. Um,
1: yep. Yeah, they didn't
0: brighten that up. Yep. I've had Jasper do that with me. I've had
1: Ford do that with me.
0: Um, well, my buddy Brian that has the body shop, he, I'm pretty sure he used to be on the Corvette team for the, the body work part of it, too, years ago. So, yeah. but anyway, Yeah. Yeah, it's fun stuff. See, you learn something every day. You know, just got to pay attention. Right. You know, the young guy picked that shit up quick. It's like, hey, get over here and watch what we're doing. You know, pay attention. Get your, get your notepad out. That's
1: another big thing, too. These these newer guys need to learn the patience to do that stuff. You know, there's oh, a guys i spending a few hours on. It. I'm like, uh, you know, I call the customer, take it to the dealer.
0: Yep. Yeah, you just gotta take your time yeah, some I mean
1: like that, the
0: dealer doesn't even it. So, yeah well and and I bet you nine times out of ten that when, every time I've ever done that the dealer doesn't fix it you know because all it is is a bunch of young guys because they've changed their pay structure all the old guys are like screw it we're out you know and uh you know but yeah like I said I hate it I send it over there and they're like well we can't get it to act up or there's nothing wrong with it and I don't know I'm like or did you check this? I'm like, yeah, look, we've got a V10 Ford that they had, they've had it like three or four times. It's got misfires in it. You know, they'll throw coils at it. They ended up putting a head on it, a new cam in that side, um, got it back. The guys go drive it, it's missing. So finally, I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna start all over with this thing. So, you know, I checked all the coils, checked all the injectors, Checked for vacuum leaks. I found a couple vacuum leaks. I was like, well, maybe it's running lean. Fix those. It ran good for like a month. Started acting up again. So then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to the old school. I did a compression test on it. Well, that cylinder's got low compression in it. And that's the cylinder that the valve dropped on it. So I'm like, okay. So we sent it over to Ford. They couldn't get it to act up. Charged us to check it. And I'm like... It's got low compression. Well, we didn't check that. I'm like, that's why I'm telling you. <laughs> you know. So, nevertheless, they're putting an engine in it now. So.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And it doesn't have any miles on it. It's crazy, man. But <laughs> I think if they ever found out that we were putting the wrong oil in it, we'd be up Shit's Creek. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't put the wrong oil in them. I made my parts guy buy the correct. You know what I need he's like hey whatever you want I don't want I'm tired of these guys tearing shit up and I was like well it's not their guys it's the freaking maintenance workers aren't doing the work like they should be. whatever that fucking oil cap says is what goes in that motor that's what it was engineered to run on you know? yeah it's not like the old days you know you, you run
1: 1040 in the summer and 520 yeah. in the winter because you know, the we're
0: tolerances were loose as shit in the vehicle yeah the new tolerances exactly. are way exactly. too tight They're way too close now, you know? Yep. Everything is way too finicky. Like I said, especially with these, you know, these, these, you know, these multiple, you know, the variable displacement stuff. It's like, you can't do that, man. Got to run what this thing has in it. So. All right, dude. Yeah. Jump honey. Yeah, exactly. Just burn it up. All right, well, we've been on here for.
1: All right, man. like all an right, man. hour
0: and eight all minutes right but I, I appreciate you we'll do it again all right all right all
1: righty i'll talk to you later
0: see you man thanks that was my that was my son-in-law he's he's getting ready to buy he's he's been working at a garage for a while and he's actually buying it so we were uh kind of throwing stuff back and forth to each other i appreciate you guys watching i hope you got something out of it want to see some more of my stuff just like it and subscribe it and share it tell all your buddies and if you got any questions or uh you know anything you want me to do or anything you want me to explain just shoot them to me man all right i'll see you guys have a good weekend happy new year if i don't see you 2020 we're done with that i mm.